Welcome to Liberty Lockdown. Please scan your barcode. Your liberty ain't gone, but yeah, it's on hold. Where did it come from and where did it go? Today I had on Bryson Gray. He is probably top five Christian conservative rapper out there. Maybe higher. I don't know. It's not really my scene, but uh, I love his music. I'm going to be totally honest. I love it. I think that he puts out absolute bangers, and he does so in a uh, unabashed, unafraid way. Very not politically correct. As you guys know, I am a fan of that. Um, <laughs> I think it's it's fair to say I discovered during this interview that uh, while there are Christian conservatives that are not homophobic or transphobic that just simply oppose the indoctrination of children and they oppose uh, you know, the state implementing it in any form or fashion, there are some Christian conservatives that are in fact homophobic and transphobic. And I think that it's fair to say, in fact, I think I've read before that Bryson has said, yes, he is and proudly so. Um, so if that disturbs you, if that bothers you, this episode may not be for you. Uh, but I thought we had a productive conversation. I thought that it was uh, it was cordial. Uh, we pushed back against each other many times in different uh, topics. And I, I like doing that. I like to have conversations that are not just like nodding and agreeing with everything that everyone, that all my guests have to say. Uh, but this is not a debate, so I don't go at him hard and try and, you know, change his mind per se, as much as I'm just presenting counter arguments and seeing what, what he returns fire with. Uh, but it was, uh, it's a good one. I think you guys are going to enjoy it. And uh, before we get started, let me just remind you guys, toplobster.com. If you want to pick up Liberty Lockdown shirts or Tower Gang shirts or anything else, uh, you can do that at toplobster.com. And if you want to support my work, go to libertylockdown.locals.com. Before we get started, I want you to smash that like button. Yeah. I want you to literally break your mouse button, pressing it so hard. Or if you're watching on your phone, I want to break break the screen to your phone because you press that like and that subscribe and then you hit the bell and then you left a comment and now you have to go get a new phone because you like this episode so much. Sorry. That's how it works. Uh, last but not least, if you want to support my work, go to libertylockdown.locals.com. Enjoy the show. Welcome everybody to another edition of Liberty Lockdown. This is Clint Russell. I am thrilled to have this guest today. He's been one of my favorite rappers since I discovered him a couple years ago. I didn't discover him, but like, you know, I personally discovered his work. Uh, he's, I think he would consider himself a Christian conservative rapper. Without further delay, Bryson Gray. What's up, man? What's up, bro? Thank you for having me. Sorry for all the trouble. Oh, don't don't even sweat it. I, uh, yeah. So, are are you still independent? Oh yeah, hundred percent independent. I'm okay. signed. I'm signed. I'm signed to Christ, man. I don't, I don't do. I don't do these record labels. I I love it and. I, the reason I wanted to start there is, I mean, obviously I'm also an independent creator, but um, I think that, you know, under the pretense of ESG and and kind of the wokeified corporate environment, it's really impossible to do, to tell the truth or tell your truth if you're on a label. Is that the primary reason that you've stayed independent? Uh, yeah, because I, I want to be free to do what I want to do without having any chains on me. And when you sign to a label... People can lie to you if they want to, but they they, they have chains on them. Um, and I, I've never been a fan. I, I've dealt with labels before. Uh, I've been in the music industry pretty much all my life. So, um, yeah, I say I, I decided to do this one strictly independent, say whatever I want, do whatever I want. It's harder. It's more work. Uh, and I bet you understand that. It's, it's a lot, a lot of work. Fact. And you don't, and you don't, and, and you get underappreciated when you do it. Uh, 
independently, but that's part of the game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you kind of got to do it though. I mean, especially given <laughs> the current political climate, like if you want to tell, tell the truth, I mean, if you want to tell biblical truths, even you can't be on a label. Think about that. Think about how, how crazy that is. Yeah. That, that's what's so every time I've been banned on like Spotify, like streaming platforms, which should be that, like this, People like me, Tyson James, getting banned on Spotify, Apple Music. That should be some some of the biggest stories in the music industry of all time. But uh, what's going to happen to them? It will be. But uh, a lot of when we get banned, it's never it's never over politics on those, those platforms. It's always because of, of the biblical truths we say. Um, so you can't. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's the thing. That's the thing you can't say the most. It's the biblical truths. Yeah, yeah. You would you mind if I play like thirty seconds of uh, Safe Space? Play whatever you want. Yes, sir. All right, cool. I just wanted to make sure. Don't want to get a copyright strike, you know? <laughs> there we go. You scared of COVID, but you around like 400 pounds. Take that mask off and eat fried chicken so you look like a clown. If this offensive, I don't care because I'm just making my rounds. And if you voted Joe, you a coon. I love how that sound. Hey, mask off. I promise they don't help. If I saw my son in the dress, then I'll go and get my belt. Look in the mirror and tell me what you think about yourself. You need a safe space. Sorry, I don't care about what you feel. I'm about to break the meter. Two-way got my heater. Hey, I don't wear Nike, I only rock Adidas. Hey, I'm in the street yard, mostly y'all just tweet us. Hating false teachers, Bryson got a teal. All right, so first off, are you still only rocking Adidas after they after they can Kanye? <laughs> uh, nah, so Adidas, they went woke actually before that, and I was like, dang, gotta shout them out in the song just for them to go woke. Um, and uh, so I mean, I, I'll, I'll rock Yeezy, that's what I got on right now, but right. outside of that, I don't wear Nike, I don't wear Adidas. Uh, I, don't, I mean, there's barely anything you can wear. So I don't, I don't, even, buy, I don't even buy new shoes. I, I burnt my Balenciaga. <laughs> it's getting tough out here, man. You can't, like, there's really no brand that's not not kind of trying to stab you in the back. So it's like, all right, we got to make our own stuff at this point. But it's, it's so jacked up because, like, I'm very, like, picky with shoes because I like my shoes to look like a work of art. It's just how I always like shoes. Yeah. Um, and, and Yeezys, they look different, and I like them. So it's like, okay, because a lot of times if you go different, a lot of times I don't like them. Even though everything is subjective, sometimes it's about my style. So uh, when it came to shoes, a lot of people didn't like them, but I love, like, Balenciaga shoes. I, like, those are the only designer shoes I like because they look unique and different. And when they came out, when they came out with the pedophile stuff, I said, oh, my goodness, bro. <laughs> goodness gracious. <laughs> Who would have thought they'd have a photo shoot like that? You're like, you got to be kidding me. Bruh. And then when you, when, you burn, when you burn those, you're not just burning those shoes. You're burning a lot of money at the same time. So yeah. I burned them. I burned them anyway. But it was like Nike the same way. Adidas the same way. It's, it's just like, oh, my goodness, bro. <laughs> It's 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 almost impossible to find any company that'll uh, you know not not get crazy at some point. Well, the you you followed me long enough to probably pick up on the fact that I'm a libertarian. Um, I feel like I feel like libertarians fail pretty dramatically, primarily because we don't engage in the culture war, uh, because many of us don't have you know artistic elements to our messaging, and I that's primarily the reason I wanted to have you on is because I think. Um, well, first off, you put out bangers, but secondarily, there's a message there. And, you know, even though you and I disagree on some topics, I still, I'm just constantly uh, appreciative of anyone who is like particularly independent that's also putting out a message that is, um, 
you know, not allowed in today's climate. <laughs> and yes, and sir. I, Thank you. Yeah, I feel I feel like libertarians just they they at their peril they ignore the fact that like so many people are only going to be woken up if it speaks to their soul. You know, if it's like if it's a musical or or an artistic element or a movie or uh, you know things like that that actually kind of circumvent people's uh, preconceived notions and their biases and it just makes them go like oh i'm vibing to this and now i'm hearing a message that i probably wouldn't have agreed with but i'm i'm going i'm willing to to consider it for the first time in my life um is there is that part of the inspiration for for why you do your music and you keep a political kind of element to it um so music is just what I do like I've I've been making music since I was four, uh, and I've always expressed how I felt through music. It was just when I was making more secular music, I was expressing secular things I was going through. Right. Uh, so when so so when it comes to my belief system now, I mean it, it was just like a natural progression because this is what I'm into now. This is what I want to talk about now. Gotcha. So of course I want to put it in my music. But Eric July is a good rapper and he's a libertarian. Yeah. No, I know I love Eric. Yeah. He's a he's a pretty hardcore anarchist capitalist too. So he's he's my people for sure. But I I think I mean he's like the one. You know, like we don't, yeah. we don't have very many musicians in our <laughs> in our world. So <laughs> yeah, I mean because I I guess when it comes to like being like a religious zealot and a conservative, I guess uh it's not a lot of that. I guess libertarianism pretty much that's like it's already sort of. In the general terms, it would already be the message of both stuff. Like, do whatever you want. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I, I guess that's probably why people, a lot of people don't put it in their music. But I think Eric Jabai does a, does a good job. Oh, he does an incredible job, man. I, I think him and his band, uh, Backwards, are incredible. Um, all right. So, I wanted to ask you about the uh, the Trump train. How how healthy is it? Is it still on the tracks? Um, Yes and no. Um, and the reason I say yes is because... <clears throat> I think after that interview with CNN, it brought some spark back. Um, like, the problem with this DeSantis versus Trump thing is the DeSantis and the Trump supporters are equally annoying, and neither one understands how annoying the other one is. <laughs> right. and, and it's like, Trump did a great job during the, during the CNN interview, and the, the super pro DeSantis people were like, he didn't do that great of a job. It's like, come on, yes, he did, yeah, bro. That was ridiculous. And, yeah, and, and then the pro-Trump people... They look at DeSantis combating Disney and be like, "That's not a good thing." It's like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah. So both sides are equally annoying, but it, it, it's it's not the same. So his announcement was soft, weak, boring. Um, Trump's when he announced the run, um, it just ain't got that spunk, bro. I've been just moving for a while, and it, it still don't got the same spunk. You mm. have more of a people going to hate when I say this, uh, but I'm saying that's a positive thing for Trump. I like. He has more of a cult base now, and that's more so now. Like, especially when they see people like me, like, okay, Trump turned me off. You know what I'm saying? And it makes them that much stronger. So Trump has, like, a large base that will never, ever leave his side. But the issue is, it's not that much of a percentage of what he had. Um, so, I mean, I still think he can he can bring it back because he Trump. But a lot of us, like hardcore Christians, a lot of us, are, we are, we, we've already decided we're not voting for a Democrat, especially a Democrat, and not a Republican either. So I don't think he'll get it back except for in the minorities. I think he's going to increase the minority votes again. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, but I, I think I think he's gonna lose. A, even if it's a small percentage, I think he's gonna lose a lot. Some of the Christian vote. Well, why is he losing the Christian vote? I, I would think after the overturn of Roe versus Wade, he would kind of have entrenched that. Well, so I, I think that is a misstep and a miscalculation by the Trump campaign and by uh, all these pro-Trumpers. They have this um, mindset that he 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 over. He appointed two of the judges that overturned Roe v. Wade, and that means right. everything. Well, we forget our favorite judge was Clarence Thomas out of all of them. I've been in this movement a while. A lot of us stopped liking uh, uh, Amy Comey Burrett because of the few decisions she made. We stopped liking her. Brett Kavanaugh by some decisions we didn't like. The only one that stayed consistent was uh, Clarence Thomas on every issue. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that was George Bush. So I think people overestimate how much we really credit Trump with that. Mm. especially when he comes out and flat out attacks pro-life people. Um, and, and every time he attacks pro-life people, a pro-life person says something, they'll say, he's one of the most pro-life presidents of all time because he overturned Roe v. Wade. And they try to hold that over your head, like no matter what Trump says, he can, get, he can tell you to tone down on abortion, which for people like me, I'm like, no abortion, period. No yeah, you're like, I'm not toning that down. <clears throat> yeah, so when he tells you to tone something down, that is inherently a pro-choice position. That is a liberal position on abortion. It's not liberal as the far left, but he just criticized DeSantis for the six-week uh, abortion ban. Right. Yeah. That is what he Mixed like, messages. Like, it's just like we, we have to be honest when we have conversations. That's the issue. I think this whole Trump thing is like people can't criticize him. Like, bro, listen, if you're criticizing somebody calling a six-week abortion ban too harsh, that is, by definition, the more pro-choice position. Mm -hmm. That is an objective truth. Yeah, so of course. of course, so of course, somebody like me who's pro-life, period, I'm going to be like, yeah, you're a clown for that, right. as I should. you you know, if you're if you're on the Trump train, you're not allowed to have any dissent. As you said, it's kind of like a cult at this point. So, like, they really don't like weird. apostates. So, it's, it's very it's very weird because I remember me flat out defending people, being like, no, we're not a cult. We can criticize Trump. And then I actually knew that when Trump got booed for the jab thing right. and one of his things. I don't know what happened shortly after that, but it's like, bro, I've seen I've seen people like pro Trump to switch their entire positions, period. Like a lot of them are now saying we're not against the the jab now, we're just against mandates. Like that goalpost has shifted because that wasn't it in the beginning. Right. We were all we all had anti-vax in our bio. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And then it went from that to well, we, we we don't care about that. We just care about the mandates. I'm like, what? But it, but it's, but they, they they do and they move that goalpost because they have no choice. Because if they don't move that goalpost, they'll have to be like Trump is actually shifting his position, which a lot of people don't want to admit to. So it's a it's a very like I said, man. I feel like the Trump train uh, it still has some legs to it. Oh, uh, but a lot of people like me and a lot of a lot of stern Christians, we're like, we're, 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 no, no, sir. Oh, that's interesting. I, you know, for me, it, it was really his time during, <clears throat> during lockdowns where he didn't fire Fauci, um, you know, Operation Warp Speed. Uh, the fact that he was arming Ukraine in 2017 and 19, uh, you know, sending them weapons, which was obviously escalating towards the conflict between Russia and Ukraine. There's a bunch of things that, you know, uh, but at the same time, I wasn't like a Trump derangement syndrome guy who was like, oh, he's a Russian asset and all that. I was like, I was calling all that out as nonsense because I knew it was a deep state coup against him. So I, I've always been kind of middle ground. So I, I piss off everybody, essentially. Uh, but I'm curious, what was it for you that made you feel like, all right, Trump is not the guy? 
so the first thing was um was the COVID situation. Uh, but I feel like a lot of conservatives were coming out and criticizing him for, him for that. That's when I was really defending the the cult claims. I'm like, did we prove we're not a cult? And then I don't know if you remember this, but <clears throat> a few months before the election in 2020, uh, they put out this memo for all the influencers to stop promoting that he's the most pro-gay president ever. Oh, for real? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Wow. The reason you the, there's a reason you don't know about it though. A lot of us started complaining. They released polls. His Christian support dropped dramatically. Uh, the next thing you know, it got deleted off of his platform. Oh, okay. You never seen it again. So that's when I was like, so when that happened and he deleted it, I said, okay, he realized his mistake, changed it, I'm going to vote for him. So that, that's what made me comfortable to vote for him. And that was before the election. I called that out, criticized him then. But then the the the, the interview, because I feel like I was still sort of stereotyped because the movement, when you invest a lot in the movement, you'll have a slight bias. Like, I'm not a biased person naturally, but sometimes when you when you invest so much in something, you'll be like, I can't just let it all go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're pot committed. And, yeah. And um, what really opened my eyes, though, is uh, his interview with Candace Owens, mm. where Candace Owens low-key pressured him on some things, and what, what she was the first to do so, even though she could have pressed harder, but, you know. Um, <laughs> pressed, you know, she, she pressed him on a few things, and Trump, like, answers were kind of crazy. Like, about the Dr. Fauci, he said, what is it about Dr. Fauci? He was like, uh, I didn't want to, I didn't want a media, I wanted to avoid a media storm. With Candace, he literally said, nobody is being harmed by the jab. He said, everybody is perfectly fine, right, and people right, that are right. getting harmed, he said, nobody's dying from it. It's like, you're just flat out denying everything. And I know there's yeah. I know there's a self-reported data, but typically, once it gets to a certain level, it, it, it leads to an investigation. Uh, but the bear's numbers this time didn't lead to that investigation. So he's just flat out denying everything. And it's just like, wow, that's what opened my eyes. And after that, I watched the interview, Fox News, it was a phone interview. He said that the only reason people are against the vax is because of Joe Biden. He said, if I was president, everybody would get it. And I was like, oh, you, I was like, oh, you think we're a cult. It's not the left. <laughs> you think we're a cult. And, and, and the worst, the worst part, bro, is everybody just flat out ignore that he said this in his interview. <clears throat> And then I was like, he just kept going from there. Then he hosted, then, then the last trial for me is when he hosted a LGBT gala at Mar-a-Lago. And the, it was partially, it was in part to celebrate the Joe Biden Respect for Marriage Act. Oh, wow. So this is a Republican celebrating a Joe Biden policy because it's a pro-gay policy. Right. And you're having a... a exclusively gay event at Mar-a-Lago. If any other person would have done this, I would have made a song about him. I would have dang on like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If this was anybody else, I would have been, I, and that was, a, and, and, and that was the last straw for me. I said, I'm done. I'm off. I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, yeah. I'm not. Yeah. Well, that's, that's reasonable. I, I, uh, I appreciate the, uh, you know, ideological purity and the fact that you're willing to, to actually hold, you know, who had been your leader, um, you know, to account because most people aren't willing, you know, most people, once they see their guy step out of line, they make excuses. I, I get a ton of them. I put out a thread last night where I was explaining Trump's, you know, culpability in some of the escalation towards potentially World War III with Russia. And, and well, you know, I'm the first to admit, I think that Russian or uh, that Trump has probably been the best president in my lifetime on foreign policy. That doesn't mean that he was perfect. And like, just because I'm not willing to say he's perfect, I'm getting dragged by not just NAFO trolls, but also, you know, 
the the MAGA crowd hard. I mean, and they're furious. Oh. They're absolutely furious about it. It's wild. Bro, they can't. What I realize is you can't even give Trump a compliment without them getting mad. So 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 now a lot of like only Trumpers are so mad at me. I gave him a compliment on what he did with CNN, and then people was like, "No, sorry, we're not letting you back on the Trump train." Oh, yeah. like, <laughs> I saw like, that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's like, bro, I think y'all get confused. I don't hate Trump. I was a huge Trump supporter. I actually went and voted for him. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then coming out against Trump helps my career zilch. It actually hurts my music career. Of course. To come out and criticize Trump. But I can't be fake, not for no followers. That's demonic, in my opinion. I can't do it. So I, I told him, like, y'all don't understand nuance. If Trump does something good, I'm going to say, oh, I love that. Exactly. But unfortunately, a lot of things he's done, especially since he's been out of office, has sucked. I'm just being honest. It yeah. has sucked, bro. Yeah. If, he, if he would just be on, like, the problem is that he's not being honest. I, I think I think you and I both know Trump has to be privy to how how undermined he was by Fauci and Burks during the last year of his presidency. He has to now realize like it, the, the reason I know he knows is because if you see Donald Trump Jr. do interviews and he's talking about this stuff, he's being real about it. Like I actually yeah. like Donald Trump Jr. a lot more than I like Trump Sr. at this point. Like he he actually is telling the truth about this stuff. And um, you know, I just don't believe for a second that his dad isn't aware of what his base now has largely identified in terms of the the misdeeds and the misleads that we experienced for the past three years. And it's like, like you're not going to put that genie back in the bottle, dude. Like, I, I know I know you got rolled by by a lot of these people on a lot of topics. And like all you have to do to get a lot of us on your team is to say, I'm going to punish these people that undermine me. But he won't say that because he, he then it has to he has to acknowledge that like oh yeah I I didn't catch it in real time and he won't do that and he and he won't do it so it's, it's a pride thing with with Trump man people got to realize when you when you really pay attention and I saw they ignored it at first uh, because it's just the good just in my opinion early on the good just out uh, out outweighed the bad so much but if you think about it Trump I think economically for me I think he was a great president one of the best of my lifetime I'm thirty one. Foreign policy, one of the best of my lifetime, I'm 31. But as far as judgment of character, Trump has to have some of the worst judgment of character of all time. He literally, when he got in office, he fired everybody that was actually loyal to him and hired a bunch of swamp creatures. And then <laughs> we and, and then we still bought into the theme of him draining the swamp. Like even now, people forget, people, people pit Marjorie Taylor Greene through the ringer for endorsing McCarthy. I'm talking about she lost like Thousands of thousands of followers. I was watching a rubble stream. They were eating her alive. Yep. Meanwhile, I say, hey, hey, guys, Trump endorsed McCarthy. <laughs> right. and, then, and, then, and then everybody was like, that was a couple months ago. I said, <laughs> yes. And then he endorsed him again. And I said, right. hey, y'all, he just endorsed him again. And people let Trump slide. And I was like, like by the time my eyes are already open. But at this time, I said, oh, it's low, it low key has to be a code. Yeah. Because y'all just bashed Marjorie Taylor Green. For the same literal same exact thing Trump did, but when Trump does it, y'all say it's five B chess. When Trump does it, y'all say you know what I'm saying. So and Kevin McCarthy is a swamp creature. Somebody gotta show me a swamp creature that, that Trump doesn't really support. Like he supports all the swamp creatures. You know what I'm saying? And I think people get it confused when you say that, they'll be like, Oh, you're saying he doesn't get attacked by the deep state. No, I know he gets attacked by the deep state. Yep. Duh. That, right. that that's part of the reason I like them. But he has bad judgment of character, and he works with the deep state. I don't know if it's unknowingly or what it is, but he works with the deep state exactly. all the time. He literally got 
outside of Joe Biden, he got the most money from Big Pharma. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and and he's still and he's still you know is one of their best salesmen. Uh, like and that just to me is is so crazy because. Oh God, I don't, I, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole, but I, I'll, uh, I wanted to ask you about this because, um, obviously I know you're devoutly religious. I, I tweeted out a couple of days ago. I said, I didn't much care when people fell away from religion. Uh, I'm agnostic myself. And I, I said, I never expected that so many of them would replace God with identitarian politics, extremist, sexual progressivism, and a devout religiosity for the state. I care now. And you know, the reason I, I, I that was a sincere sentiment like that's really how i was feeling in the moment i i feel like um you know i've ignored some of the christian conservative concerns about the trajectory of our culture um and our political alignments and and i i would be lying if i said that you know you guys weren't proven to be correct about some things um i will say this though to you know now that i've now that i've buttered you up i'll, I'll do some pushback um i still I still think that it's a fool's errand to believe that you can use the state apparatus to, um, you know, implement your will morally when it comes to what people do as consenting adults. Now, children is obviously a totally different issue. You and I agree on that entirely. Um, why is it that you believe that that the state should be used in that way? Well, simple. So two things. The first thing, the slippery slope is proven correct. And I think people need to understand why we were saying it. It wasn't really our opinion. So with me, I don't view myself as as having a lot of opinions, unless it's topics outside of things that can be biblical. But when it comes to the Bible, it literally tells us the slippery slope. It literally tells us what's going to happen. And even if you don't believe in the Bible, toss it out. You don't believe in it. Maybe it was lucky. Maybe it was a coincidence. But that Bible said it was going to get crazier. <laughs> the Bible said if you allow certain things, it's going to get crazier. And as, I used to write blogs because I used to be uh, – so a lot of black people, people get people get black folk confused. When black folks are Democrats or claim to be liberal, it's not the same as everybody else. Like I, I, people don't understand this. Yeah. A lot of black people, you have a conversation with them. We are conservative. I don't care if they vote Democrat. I don't care, they are conservative. Just have a ten minute conversation with them. You realize real quick. <laughs> so when I was a Democrat, I used to write blogs on a blogger blogger. That was the app, and I wrote blogs like in 2013, like because they started boycotting Chick Fil A. I said, listen, this is going to lead to some crazy stuff because this makes no sense. If if, if, if they can boycott Chick-fil-A for just simply disagreeing with, with same-sex marriage, how far can they take this? It's not like they, they refuse to serve a gay person. Right. The president the president just said, I disagree with same-sex marriage. And that was the biggest topic during that time. And if you go from 2013, when I wrote that, to 2015, when the Supreme Court overturned the will of the people, and same because most states voted against same-sex marriage, that's the will mm. of the people. And they, they went against that, which libertarians should even be against. Yeah. And No, I'm and a state's then, rights guy. Yeah. So then you go a few years, seven years later, now we hear, look what the crap is happening. So it's I just find it very interesting. As far as letting the state do it. So here's the thing. I'm a conservative, right? Mm -hmm. And in this country, the things I say isn't outlandish if you look at our history. The things I say is quite literally how this country was. So it's not that long ago that same uh, that homosexuality or sodomy was flat out illegal. It's not that long ago. Like True. in every state, in all 50 states, this is illegal. You have to figure out why was it illegal? Why did they have it illegal? And then you look at abortion. It was just illegal. Like when I say just, okay, obviously I'm like over-exaggerating because we're talking about before the 70s. But that's not that long ago. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
My dad yeah. was born in 66. He's he right here, full of energy. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I, 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 I feel like the things I, I, I push, and yes, I am a, and yes, I support theocracies. But how, how this country was ran as each state was sort of its own theocracy. That's why Mormons were allowed to be banished from an entire state. And you right. can say you disagree, you can say you disagree with that, and it sounds harsh, but this was allowed after the after the um after the bill of rights this was this, this all this was happening all this was allowed you know what i'm saying yeah um so like even that would be better people just like could leave things to the states and states can make decisions but a lot of times states can't make decisions and when you realize that right now since the constitution is supposed to be the law of the land you sort of have to bring things back because right now all republicans do is try to slow down the left right yeah. If your goal is to slow down the left, and the left's goal is to is, is to turn us into a communist country, who's going to win eventually? I I agree with you on that for sure. You know, so we need to go back. Right. And I'm like the only way to go back, unfortunately, unfortunately, is to attack. The only, the only way to go back is to do it through the government. And and I hate that I have to say it, but when I look at what's happening, because if you look at a lot of theocracies, you don't see a lot of this happening. Yeah. Well. I mean that's certainly true. You don't, <laughs> you will, uh, but you also have a lot of lot of very harsh uh, treatment that comes from the governments to kind of implement that will. I think the the bigger point I would make, uh, well, it, it's certainly true that there are states out there in the world that will kind of help entrench your worldview at great cost and consequence. Um, my argument to you would be rather, I don't believe you can attain those levers of power again i think that the 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 rot within particularly the federal government is so deep that you will never see them implementing a christian biblical worldview um from the federal level now states and states rights i think that you would have a chance of getting a governor that would kind of you know uh re-implement some of those ideas and those laws I just don't think it's going to happen on the federal level. And I think that the Whitmer kidnapping case in January 6th, and there's, you know, the Russian collusion coup and everything else. It's like, why do you have any faith that the federal level is, is able to be reformed? So I disagree. And here's, well, first off, is this recorded? Are we live? No, I'm recording it because I was like, I was like, I want to be able to tell the truth and decide where I put this up. Okay. Okay. So I can use the bathroom after I answer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So, uh, um, so why I disagree is this. I think people actually get the the pendulum swing in this country incorrect. I think the entire establishment, I think everybody is trending more left. And I think what you see more openly is trending more left. I think that is obvious. I, I would be a fool to say otherwise. But if you actually, if you actually pay attention, a lot of the things, like perfect example, when you saw um, Uganda, what they did, uh, with the LGBT law, you saw an un you saw an unprecedented amount of support on the internet from Americans do that. You know what <laughs> That's I'm true. That's true. Like like a crazy amount. Like like a matter of fact, you can even view people like Andrew Tate. They get way more popular than any liberal in existence, or or, or like you got to think had more views than anything in existence. I think people are afraid to openly say what they believe. Mm -hmm. But I think the more this stuff gets pushed, like even you said, it's making you think, dang maybe these people was right. Yeah. I think the more, the worse it get, which is why people get mad at me when I say I, I wouldn't mind socially another four years of Biden. It's because what I've noticed during Biden is things are getting so crazy that a lot of people are like, wait a minute. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, course. yeah. So I think Biden is actually waking people up. Oh, yeah. And um, 
I, I think we will be able to change the government from a, on, on, on a federal level. Maybe not right now, because every movement has an opposing movement. Okay. Well, go ahead and take a break. Uh, I tweeted out about a week ago saying, right after the Durham report came out, I said, many of us have been saying this for years, but it's nice to have confirmation. The Democrats, DOJ, and FBI began a soft coup against Trump in 2015. Eight years straight, they are now trying to jail Trump. Forget Trump for a moment and consider what that means. One outsider, eight years of persecution. Russiagate, fraud. Ukraine gate, fraud. Note the war happening between those two nations, not coincidental. They will tell you that it is worth risking WW3 or World War III to defend democracy in Ukraine while they have done everything possible to nullify your votes for the past eight years at minimum. The beast is corrupt to its core. If people aren't jailed and the institutions that perpetrated these criminal acts, treason, really aren't abolished, then you should just forget about elections moving forward. So, and, and then I finished it with, they have made it quite clear that they do not care about what you vote for. And I stand by that. And I'm just curious if you have a rejoinder to it. Oh, I, know, I agree. Um, once again, a partial another reason that I don't mind when people stay home during voting. Uh, because <laughs> I, I, I mean, I agree. I agree. There's, there's nothing that I dis, there's nothing that I disagree with. Um, so but nothing like, doesn't like, happen. You, I, I agree with you. Like the the culture will, the pendulum will swing from the people. I'm my argument is that the government at the federal level is so corrupt they don't give a shit what we think. They're not gonna. They're not. They're not they, gonna do it. I, I agree. That's why they have to be overthrown. Um, okay. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> then we agree. Uh, I, I just, you know, as a, as a peaceful person, I'm like, I'm like, I don't know how, like, that's, that's the reason that, you know, democratic elections exist is so that you can overthrow the corrupt leadership through peaceful means. But when they start to say, we're not going to honor this. We're going to use social media to censor people to try and manipulate the the psyche of the American people to get them to vote for Biden, even though it's completely insane to be putting that octogenarian, you know, lunatic in the in the White House. Um, I'm just I'm basically at the end of my rope, man. I'm like I like I just don't I don't see reform coming from the federal level, and I think that like the best thing we could do is not empower the state further by telling them that we want to implement. We want to give them any more teeth, any more power to try and go after our political opponents because ultimately it won't be used against them. It'll be used against us. That's my thesis. So, okay, so most of that I, I agree with. The only thing is if the government starts kneeling the knee or bending the knee to Christians, then that would mean we did win. You know what I'm saying? At, at that level. Because the, the government already imposes its will. Like I said, 2015, literally... Every state outside of like two states said no to same-sex marriage. So if the will of the people actually mattered, same-sex marriage would still be illegal in every state except for like two. Matter of fact, California voted against same-sex marriage, and then that got overturned. It's I was, like I was we, living there when it ha when it happened. I was blown away. I thought I thought for sure it would pass, and it didn't. So yeah, so I was in North Carolina. The church, <laughs> my, my, my my whole family, we did carpools. To make sure everybody voted no. I'm, I'm talking for real. We we wasn't playing. They said we everybody voted no. All the Christian churches, Christian churches came together. We said everybody vote no. And we would. Everybody was so excited, right? And it's so funny. So the government already imposes its will. Like even, even on the state level, for my sure. dad's a public my dad is a public school teacher. They forced him to go through LGBT sensitivity training. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That is that is the government imposing its will. Agreed. So 
if that's going to be how it is, I feel like Christians need to f- try to find a way to make it make it benefit us. I mean, that's the whole that's the whole point of it all. The reality, somebody's right. going to win. Somebody, somebody's going somebody's going to lose. Uh, but I'm not I'm not saying that's the way I wish it was or the way I want it to be. I just think that is probably the only chance because I think most like I said, I agree with you because the chances of you know the federal government being turned around is slim to none. But if we can change it, we might as well because we see what's happening, we might as well try to change it to benefit us rather than the opposing side. I got you. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Well, let let's get into a little bit of the the why behind the logic. I, I know obviously it's just biblical scripture that you're that you're going off off of, but um I think many people, particularly gay and you know, lesbian or whatever, the community, I hate even going down the acronym, but um you know, they view the Christian perspective on their lifestyle as being hateful and bigoted. Um, many Christian people I know that actually agree with you, I don't find them to be bigoted and hateful. I think that they're usually coming from a place of love. It's just that they feel that their lifestyle is sin. Um, I personally, I don't really agree because I, I don't come from the biblical background where I'm like, like I, I still feel that like there are people that are probably born gay. They're I may be trans. I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, it could just be mental illness. I'm really not sure. Uh, but I, at the same time, like, I just don't care what adults do. Um, and, you know, as long as it's not hurting others, like that's, that's the whole, that's my whole litmus test. Um, so what is your perspective in terms of the morality of being a gay person or a trans person? Or do you believe that they're just, they're damaged and you need to pray for them? Like, I'm just trying to understand it better. They have a satanic spirit in them. Um, just to be frank, the Bible is very clear on homosexuality. Uh, not only that, even from a secular perspective, I can set the Bible down, but to the side, nobody's born gay. Nobody's obviously nobody's born okay. trans. Uh, so that's that's even from a secular, worldly, scientific, atheist perspective. Uh, you think nobody's born gay? Really? No, there's there's no gay gene. That's why it's weird. Like, okay, listen, think about it. So homosexuality has existed. Typically, more so the Greco-Roman uh, era, um, and w- when you look even through history, it was always considered like weird. It wasn't normal because it's just it's just like that's not it's just not natural. But not not even if you're atheist, our body parts are obviously created to go inside of the opposite sex. Like this, this is for a reason. Like this is <laughs> I'm talking about like literally from from inception. Like the only reason you have the body part that's called the penis is so. Right. It it only fits a puzzle piece to the yeah. other the opposite sex. The, the other way don't work. That's why even the up uh, the other way you are thirty times more likely to catch HIV because it tears nerves because that is not supposed to happen. That's not how it works. It's disgusting. Uh, so even from a worldly perspective, that, that that is disgusting. And as far as like adults, see, this is where this this is where I disagree with. This is a libertarian stance. Well, a libertarian says it. This is this is this is y'all stance on life, so I understand it. Yeah. But with the, with conservatives and Christians say it, I get severely confused. And I'm gonna tell you why. Okay for adults, not okay to push on children. But let's let's let 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 let's take that. Let's push that. Let's extrapolate that. Right. Mm-hmm. How about the adults? Because I'm assuming you think it's okay for homosexuals to adopt children. Uh, I I struggle with that one. Um, I think that I think that if it's here's and I've had this position for a long time and I've had girlfriends that got very upset with me over it. I think that 
it ought to be given priority to a heterosexual couple if there is a a list of people that are waiting. But at the same time, I think that if you don't have enough heterosexual couples that want to adopt, I would rather see a gay couple adopt than see them put into the system, um, into halfway mm. homes and shit like that. So that's that's always oh. been my perspective. Okay, so let's take that, right? So a child gets adopted because obviously when you're homosexual, you are you opt out of having children naturally, um, mm. the real way. Um, so you have this kid in your home, it's their, it's their child. It's legally their child now. Who are you to say they can't? Because when I grew up, my dad pushed us in sports. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, he pushed us in football. Who's to say I wanted to play football? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but he, he, but he pushed us in football, pushed us in sports. So let's, let's extrapolate this for a second. What if the gay adoptive parents say, I want, to, I want to raise my child to be the best drag queen ever? Who are you to say right. they can't? No, I know this is this is where it gets uh, you know messy for libertarians because, generally speaking, we don't want the state to exist, and if it does exist, we want it to be minimal, and we certainly don't want them to be involved in in child rearing or directing how I would raise my kids because let's be honest, they would probably you know put me in jail for teaching my kid to honor the Constitution and to believe in the Second Amendment and free speech. At this point, like that's that's all anathema to to their worldview. Um, so it's it's not easy. It's not easy. I'm not I'm not trying to make it sound easy, but at the same time, I feel like if you if you empower the state to dictate how how they how you have to raise your kids and and as long as it doesn't go into the territory of actual abuse, you know, if it's sexual abuse, I, I don't have a problem with the community or the state intervening on behalf of the child. Um, the, I have struggled with this one because it is definitely gray area where you start to tell a kid, maybe you were born in the wrong body, little Billy, and you should be wearing a dress and you should be doing that. And it's like, I don't know, like, I don't know if it, if it gets to the level of, I want the state to intervene, but at the same time, like I am going to speak out against it very aggressively because I think that it is ultimately to the detriment of the child. So I don't know. I'm in a so, tough spot. So my so my thing is, if you look at every court case like this, where the parents are arguing over these things, this has happened in court a few times. Yep. It's typically the it's typically typically the mother yep. pushing on the child and the father disagreeing. Children are impressionable, right? And I'm talking about heterosexual couples at this point, right? Mm -hmm. I'm going I'm going back just the normal the normal stance. This is this is why I disagree with the the live and let live mentality. Because if, if we allow the adults to just openly do it, it has no choice but to be pushed down to the kids. To the, it, ha it just has no choice. Yeah. It, it's, just, it's, it's just a natural progression. That's why when these people were in the closet, per se, you didn't see Gen Z 20% gay. This, this is all brand new. These, these yeah. percentages are all brand new. And then people make the claim, a lot of liberals make the claim, um, no, they were just in the closet before. 16-year-olds, 12-year-olds, that makes no sense. They don't know what inside a closet means. If, mm. if you're in high school right now, your whole life, people forget, this started early. Uh, so if you're 12, 13, 15, these kids coming out saying they're gay, they don't know what it was like, people like with people like me in school. Because when I was in school, I was calling you all the Fs, the, the, the F-A-G. I was calling you everything in the book. They don't even know what that's like. Because nowadays, if a kid say that, you're expelled. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So now, now you're so, a hero if you come out as gay, and when you're younger, it's, it's totally flipped. Exactly. So these kids that's coming out, they they don't even know what it is to be in the closet. Matter of fact, they're pushed the opposite way. So that can't even be a real. That can't even be a real argument. So why are so many kids coming out as gay? Well, probably because 
of environmental factors because they're seeing it. They're seeing it more. That's I mean, this is this is factual and this is scientific from also a secular perspective. I know. So I agree is, with that. Yeah. So so that's why I don't really agree with the uh, let adults do whatever they want. Like me, when I see because I'm gonna be honest with you, bro, and I think a lot of people feel like me. I'm just not afraid to say it. If yeah. I'm at a restaurant, because like I'm sorry, even Blair White, every single transgender I've ever seen in real life clearly is not a woman. So if I'm at a restaurant and I see one of them giving my food, I do not want my food anymore. This is <laughs> listen, listen, listen. And I know some people might be like, "That's mean," but everybody knows this is true. Everybody feels this in their soul. If I'm at, at and people can ask my fiance. We had a restaurant. If I even see one around me, like I stop eating my food, bro. Like because it's not right. And then children yeah. understand it too. There's so many videos of children like, uh, like disgusted because it doesn't look right. It just yeah, doesn't well, look. I mean, I I I I have a minor disagreement with you on the Blair White one. I think that I but I've only I've never met her in person, so I don't know. Um, but anyways, <laughs> I. I'm I, up. All right. <laughs> So from my perspective, like here's, here's the reality. I, I don't think that prohibition for adults really works, particularly when it comes to drugs and to personal life decisions, like people are going to do what they want. And while I, I will encourage against it. I don't think that you should be, you know, chopping body parts off. I don't think that you should be a, her a heroin addict. I don't think that you should be drinking every day. I still don't think that the government should be involved in in stopping it. And that that's really the only difference I think that you and I have here is that you believe that the government should. And um, I mean, I think that the war on drugs has kind of demonstrated like there are from the bottom up, there are cult cultural levels that are that are much more deep seated and more important ultimately. And I think that in many ways, the church has been replaced in terms of its value and it's important in our culture because we have grown the, the size of the state so much that it has kind of replaced the biblical and the church leadership in our country. And I think that for the benefit of your community, it would be to diminish the size of the state and allow for the church to take on a bigger role. And I think that it's a mistake to believe that you, because you are already fighting a losing battle with the federal state having become so omnipotent, uh, particularly in this culture war, um, I don't think that using that to alleviate these issues is the path. I think that diminishing the state and having the church rise up in that void would ultimately be to your benefit. So let me tell you, let me tell you why I disagree. I think in some cases you're right because there's reasons though. So <clears throat> about prohibition when it comes to alcohol. See, alcohol is different though because if they make alcohol illegal, me and you can make our own, and we can make our own. And nobody would view it as dirty. Nobody would nobody would be afraid to drink it with you. People drink homemade moonshine all the time. <laughs> so no, 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 nobody is like I'm gonna die or something gonna happen to me if I drink this homemade alcohol. You know what I'm saying? Uh, same, same thing with drugs. People take jacked up drugs nonstop. I mean, it's just, it's just, matter, of fact, matter of fact, there is no, like, as far as like, most of the drugs people take outside of marijuana, there's no safe version of it, really. Like, all of most of it is fake anyway. So mm. people are already taking the, the disgusting stuff and dying from it. The difference here is when it comes to getting your penis chopped off is if that was banned outright, like, you couldn't get a sex change, even though they claim sex and gender is different. That's a different topic. <laughs> if that was flat out illegal, I think you would see a dramatic drop in people trying to cut their own penises off. Um, I don't... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I, no, there, it's not... So, I, I, let me let me clarify. Prohibition doesn't um, 
doesn't work in the sense that it doesn't get rid of the issue that you're concerned with. It, it I will grant you, just as like pro prohibition against murder does probably decrease the amount of murders that happen. Um, I just think that like it's it's a band aid when what we need is really a, a kind of a cultural revival that that addresses the underlying factors that are driving children down this path. And I don't know, man. It's 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 a very tough, you know. <laughs> it's it's like a multi-decade issue and we're all we're all like okay where the hell did this come from and how do we fix it now and people are just trying to like you know figure it out on the fly and i just feel like it's it's all band-aids when what we need is something much more deep well i think we need to go back to never mind but <laughs> <laughs> listen so what, what, what i i know what could change and i tell christians this all the time and then people get mad at me because they say i'm i'm telling people not to vote but people got to understand the long game, right? Because you just said the word Band-Aid. And I think if Christians sat out in 2024, because Republicans feel like they own the Christian vote, which they do, right? And they take advantage of that, which is why Republicans think they can pander to everybody. If liberals pandered, if Democrats pandered to conservatives, they would lose a lot of liberal votes. Mm-hmm. And we knew that with the, we saw that with the Nancy Pelosi versus the crew or whatever they call, whatever they were called, whatever they were called, I forgot their name, but uh, the, whatever they call, you know, the AOC. Oh, the squad. Uh, the squad. So when it was, uh, people remember, it was a big battle between uh, the squad versus Nancy Pelosi, like the, the typical Democrats. And one had to eventually bend the knee, which is Nancy Pelosi, the traditional Democrats, bend the knee to the squad. Because the squad wasn't playing them games. They were literally telling people not to, not to support Nancy Pelosi, period. Now, if Christians decided to take that, because if Christians, if 10% of Christians didn't vote in the next election, Republicans were, will lose for an absolute fact. No way to make it up. It's impossible for them. Statistically speaking, they will lose, and they will lose bad. Right. If Christians decided to do that, the next election cycle, you know what Republicans will start doing? They listen. Pandering to yeah. Christians. True. Because they would have no choice. We will start seeing what I saw when I first came to the Republican Party five years ago. No, it's 2023. So... Yeah, five five years ago, I, I was on Ted Cruz's website. What do you see? I'm for traditional marriage. Trump just simply did not comment on the issue of marriage because a lot of people just think Republicans are for traditional marriage. So if, if somebody, if we want to make a change, we have to really make it. But the issue is we're slaves to the propaganda, All a lot of us. So we're taught that you have to vote no matter what. It's a two-party system. You have to be engaged in it. We're not libertarians. Libertarians, a lot of times, are not engaged in the two-party system. They'll vote for a libertarian candidate knowing they're going to lose just yep. to just to say screw the two-party system, which I respect I, from libertarians. I've never voted for anyone that won. <laughs> 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 and, and listen, I can, I can respect that, though, because the, the whole point of voting is to vote for, for somebody that represents your values, not just exactly. so your team can win. Like a gang banger. That's what most people do. They, they gang bang. It's Chris versus Bloods. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't really rock with the leader of the Bloods, but I got that red on. I'm gonna vote for them anyway. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's exactly what it is. And, and then if somebody says, "Well, I don't want to vote because neither one of these people represent my values," both sides be like, "Well, that's just a vote for the other team." Or if you don't right. vote, you can't you can't complain. You can't complain. I pay taxes in this country. I can complain about whatever I want to complain about because I pay taxes. <laughs> But the propaganda works so good, you get bullied into forcing a vote lesser of two evils. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And if Christians decide, nah, we don't like that anymore. I think I think you'll see a change so quick it'll make your head spin. I, I think you're probably right. Uh, look, I, I'm 
I'm in the position of like the the empire decline is so precipitous at this point and the the risk of World War Three is so significant that I'm considering voting for a GOP candidate if it's someone who is adamantly opposed to what's happening against Russia. Um, <clears throat> and I've never been in that position because I always felt like, all right, the worst that can happen is we'll go we'll go blow up some you know poor Muslim country, but we won't we won't risk nuclear holocaust. Um, so I'm going to continue to vote my worldview and see if I can wake more people up to it. Um, but now I'm like, if Joe Biden is the president in 24, like there's a better than 10% chance World War III pops off. And that is something that I just, I, I have to do everything in my power to to avoid. Um, so I, I don't know. I'm, I'm putting it in a rough position because I, I, I obviously agree with the Republicans a lot. And uh, I think that they're, most of them are totally full of shit, if I'm being honest. So yeah. it's like it, it, it's it's tough to know who to believe in. And even Trump, who I thought was um, and I think was to a large extent an outsider, uh, he just didn't he didn't have either the the will or the wherewithal to work his way through this. So uh, let, uh, let's pivot to that. Do you think that uh, that DeSantis is is a more shrewd operator that could do what Trump failed to? I think DeSantis is just a Trump that we don't know. Um, because every criticism you can have of Trump, you have a DeSantis. DeSantis fared better on some issues. Trump fared better on some issues. Yeah. Like when it comes to when it comes to the COVID lockdowns, people can say what they want about DeSantis. But if you compare DeSantis to Trump, even Trump praised DeSantis for what he did during the COVID lockdowns. You know what I'm saying? But they mm. both they both supported the lockdowns at some point. Let's go. Let's, let's go. Let's, let's go. Let's go to red flag laws. They both supported red flag laws. I'm going to anti-free speech laws. They both supported the anti-free speech law. Uh, and, they, and they both had to do with Israel. Trump signed an executive order on college campuses for that. Uh, let's, let's go to second. Another thing with Second Amendment, Trump literally banned bump stocks. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. People view that as a non-issue, but it's, that's definitely anti, more anti-two-way. If I'm not mistaken, he passed more anti-gun laws than Obama did. You know yep. what I'm saying? Yep. So... Like that's another reason why the, the Trump versus DeSantis thing is so stupid because every criticism you have for one is quite literally is a mirror. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, I think I think the only the only reason I I prefer DeSantis at all is because I think he was genuinely better when it mattered most on COVID. He he got I, it right in in September 2020, whereas Trump is still wrong on it. You know, like that, <laughs> that's crazy to me. That's why I say he get the edge there, but Trump get the edge on foreign policy only because we haven't seen DeSantis and right. what he would do with foreign policy. Yeah. Um, and, and as far as and the reason why neither one will get my vote, especially at this point, this this is my take right now, is because Trump is obviously way more pro LGBT than DeSantis. Like Trump has taken it to a new level. I don't know what the crap. I don't know who's advising him. Like I like as far as on the issue of LGBT, I really can't tell the difference anymore between him and a Democrat. But the Santas sent baby onesies to Dave Rubin after Dave Rubin bought children like cattle <laughs> with his partner in crime that he just happens to call his husband. And DeSantis sent them baby onesies. Yeah, the Santas may not be hosting LGBT galas in Florida, but my goodness. <laughs> All right, well, let, let me push back because I think that my point was fair. That I think, all right, so I think it's better if you have a male and female influence child rearing, you know, parents. I think that that's that that produces the most well rounded children. I don't agree though that, like, if you have an orphan and you're like, 
all right, we have this gay couple that would like to adopt, or we can put them into this home with, you know, 20 other kids that have been abandoned and just raise them by some parent who, or some, some adult who also may be abusive, who also may be a sexual predator. Like you have all of these horror stories that come from kids that, that come through the system. Like I know some gay people that are not sexual degenerates that are dangerous to children. I'm just being honest with you, man. So, <laughs> so statistically speaking, per capita, which a lot of people like to use, uh, this is a higher. <laughs> let me tell you, so I don't think gay people should be able to adopt at all. And okay. people over and people over overdo the uh, adoption issue. There are so many people for every child, uh, for every child in adoption agencies, there's like 40, 40 straight married normal couples wanting that child the issue is when the children get older and a lot, there's yeah. an issue with the adoption there is an issue with the with the with how you adopt because for some reason a lot of people are not able to get children and, and it's kind of jacked up how they have it the issue is when these kids get older and grow up in the system people are less willing to take them in because a lot of times statistically speaking they're more trouble when they're they've been growing up in a group homes then they get 10 12 13 and now you're adopting them right um so we don't, you know, technically, statistically speaking, we don't need gay people uh, adopting or buying children because they really didn't adopt. They picked out a children like, like they were looking at a car in a catalog. They looked at it as a tenses of the car. This should be illegal flat out, period. What, they what, about, literally, what, what about kids that are that are five, six, seven that, that aren't being adopted? Still no? No, gay people should be able to adopt, period. But listen, we don't even, let's, let's talk about the surrogacy, bro. They literally treated it. I know it was buying a new house. They I know. Said, these. Bro, they, they, looked at the, they looked at the IQ of women. This is so disgusting. This is a, a, a life. They looked at the IQ of the women that they had trying to figure out which child, which 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 surrogate child that they were yeah. going to. That, it's that's it's eugenics. Most, bro, that is so crazy. And then the wise conservatives congratulate him and then Dave Rubens and him and once again. I'm sorry. Listen, part of me, I'm going to be honest. Part of me, if, if, if like... If one day, which would never happen, I'm just saying, like, if, if I decided to compromise my, all my values a little bit, I would literally vote for DeSantis just to piss off only Trumpers. Because the the way the way only Trumpers have treated me after all I did for this movement, and just because I said openly, like a lot of influencers say in the background, they just don't say it out loud. Right. I said Trump has turned me off. They just toss me like I'm a, just a rag doll. All, I would literally... <laughs> Vote for DeSantis just because, well, but I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> I, I mean that. That's why I want to have you on, man, because I like I like people who are actually real about what they believe and they're willing to sacrifice some short term gains to just be honest about what they believe. Um, all right, so you're you're most likely off of the DeSantis and Trump train. Um, I gotta ask because Maj Ture has also ran afoul of my libertarian community by saying he'd smack uh, anybody who tried to do you know drag queen story hour and his in his hood or whatever whatever he phrased it um and and a lot of people were upset with him saying oh that's a you know that's aggression da, da, da. uh <clears throat> i am i'm, I'm kind of in between where i'm like i i don't really want to endorse or encourage violence but i also would prefer that people stop trying to you know shove things down kids throats both metaphorically and literally it's uh it's really disturbing uh so He's obviously great on guns. Uh, do you know Maj? Yeah, me and him, uh, we've had some issues in the past. We talked on the phone before, but when Oh, you I had issues? Say, Damn. Yeah, my son. What, what yeah, he's a he's a um he's a very interesting character. Very um how can I say it? His arrogance is 
his his arrogance is very interesting. Um, he <laughs> he said he wanted to do a thing and debate me and beat Tatum and put a hundred thousand dollars up, and I said, what? yeah, I said, bro, why can't we just debate for free? I just I just don't understand. Yeah. Um, like what, what, what was the like, topic? Uh, the first one was like some pro black stuff. You know, he's like pro black, and I forgot what the topic was. But we were supposed to debate, and I was trying to debate him. I like, just get on my live. I'm a I'm a part of person. Where I, I'll wake up like we can debate right now. I just woke up. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Him, him, he said he want to set it up, $100, put $100,000 up. And I'm like, I'm not paying $100,000 up to the base of my that's just, that's, this is like, I, that just sounds so crazy to me. And then he's, <laughs> and then he, uh, <laughs> I mean, that then, is crazy. Yeah. And then, and, and then, and then he like sort of like says something, there's like some physical type, physical aspect to it. And I'm like, I don't know who y'all are, y'all are, but y'all like, like, cause I, I'm a man of God, but like, people got to understand, I was a different guy a while ago. So, oh no, so. It, you know, so, so so he was very bold on the internet in ways that I don't right. that right. I don't think would be said to me in real in, in in real life. But we talked on the phone before. You know, what I'm saying I have no, I'm not, I'm not angry at him. Like like literally, we can talk on the phone right now and I'll be okay. But as far as that subject, I wouldn't want to slap drag queens in my town because it should be illegal in my opinion. So the fact <laughs> that it's even allowed means they we deserve whatever we get. But at the same time, would I be mad if he smacked one? He should he should be punished for it, obviously. Uh, but you know, what I'm saying so. In my view, my biblical view, I do think something should happen with these people, but it shouldn't be us doing it. Two or three witnesses <laughs> take them to the government uh, or the authority, or the authorities at the time, and the authorities make the decision. And we'll then, see this. You know, <laughs> that's not how Maj rolls. That's not how Maj rolls. He says he says if he wants if you want to uh, you know use the state for violence because that's ultimately what it would be. The state would come yeah, in with their cops correct. and they'd cuff them, and if they refuse, they'd beat them and maybe shoot them. Who knows? Uh, so just stop so, with some stones, not shoot them, but you know. <laughs> <Stones>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna get in a lot of trouble for this interview because uh, we talked about all the things that I'm not supposed to, but I don't care because I think that it was a great conversation and I appreciate your time, man. Go ahead and tell people where they can follow and support your work. Oh, by the way, I, I know you created the uh, the independent platform for your music, so please plug that uh -huh. as well. Yeah, allccg.com. It is seven dollars seven, $7 a month. I know a lot of people are upset at that, <clears> but y'all need to understand myself and Tyson James, we've gotten banned on so many platforms. We don't really know our future. We've been hit very hard financially, but we still do what we do because it's, it's just, you know, God first. Uh, so we created a platform for people that truly wanted to support us. You get everything early, you get exclusive albums, you get free, there's a lot of stuff for free, which is $7 a month. Uh, outside of that, just Bryson Gray anywhere. I just released an album called Letters to the Church 2. If you're into religious zealot music, uh, <laughs> that, that, yeah, that are bangers. You don't even know you listen to religious music half the time. They're awesome. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. So, you know, you know, y'all can do that. Also, thank you for having me on. And if you uh if you want to cut it up and just put the full big old rumble so you don't get bad, you ain't don't risk getting bad for me, bro. Please. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. I, I knew I knew before I even hit record this was gonna be a rumble exclusive. So. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna ask you about gay and trans people and think I could put yeah. this on YouTube. You, yeah, <laughs> you got your mind? yeah, 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 bro. <laughs> Anyways, uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you want to support my work, go to libertylockdown.locals.com. We are out. Welcome to Liberty Lockdown. Please scan your barcode. Your liberty ain't gone, but yeah, it's on hold. Where did it come from, and where did it go?